Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I did see this story that I thought I would bring to your attention since we're talking about soccer. El Chapo has been in the news, as you know, because he had the... The Mexican drug lord. Yes, the Mexican drug lord had the big interview with Sean Penn, and then a couple weeks later he gets caught by the authorities, and now he's back in jail. In the same jail, by the way, that he escaped from last time. So, good job, Mexican authorities, putting him back in the jail that you couldn't secure the last time. In either case, this story comes out. I saw this on uh, Fox Soccer. It says that El Chapo, apparently, with his net worth near a billion dollars, looked into and had the means to purchase London-based soccer club Chelsea. Yeah, but they would never let him buy the team, would they? I... I don't know because I don't know that they would have any say in it. The the person who would have to say it is Roman Abramovich, who owns the team. Now he's not looking. But to isn't sell there some Chelsea. sort of governing body like there is in the NFL where you have to be voted in? I, you know, I don't know how it works in English in the English soccer world because <laughs> there are some unsavory characters certainly that or no, no there's some unsavory no. characters that, that run things in soccer. I don't know if you're aware of that. Who would you rather have, Jimmy Haslam or El Chapo as your owner? <laughs> you got to pick one. Well, El Chapo, say, El Chapo would have beheaded Johnny Manziel by now. He'd be say, dead. El Chapo probably was a little better at not getting caught, but then again, he just got caught after he did an interview with Sean Penn. But so, I mean, this guy's been operating for what twenty-five years underground. No one's been able to stop this guy for the most part. Every time they do, when they catch him, he gets back out. Jimmy Haslam didn't get he didn't get out of anything. He just paid a big fine, and they let him out of his trouble. Did so, I ever tell you my theory on that? Which theory? I think that if you are able to escape from jail, that you should just be free. But that doesn't take like away. If, but if you you're didn't, good you didn't enough, pay your debt to society. It doesn't matter. They weren't good enough to hold you. If you were good enough to get out of that jail, then hey, enjoy your life. Don't screw up again, because then we're going to bring you back. Yeah, but, but if you could pass them on the street, be like, hey, El Chapo, hey, prison guard, <laughs> you couldn't keep me. I know. See you next time. Yeah, but. But your logic there is that the, the reason that a jail exists is that it's a competition between the, the inmates and the people who run the jail. The reason a jail exists is because you did something wrong. I know that, says, but the jail couldn't you hold there. you. Yes, then so you then, need to build better jails. Yes, you need to build better jails and then catch that guy and put him in the better jail. Not like, not no, just I'm say, saying, oh, well, you, you, you sneak out of jail. You successfully get out of jail. You should be free to go. You just There's got to be some magic line that you cross where, you know, the guys and the guards just stop firing at you and say, all right, well, he beat us. You just brought up the premise to one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. Do you remember that movie that came out a few years ago with Sly and Arnold? They were in it. Sylvester Stallone was- The Expendables. Was no. No. Well, why are you yelling at me? They were both in that movie. They were, but that was the premise that one of them breaks out of jails all across the world. Oh, I saw that one. It was Escape Plan Escape or something. Plan, that I liked was it, that yeah. movie. You liked it? Yeah, I thought it was, it was stupid, it's but very, I liked it. I liked it, too. It has a great movie, actually. It's very stupid. No, no, you're Come stupid. Come on. <laughs> so much <laughs> <laughs> Number one, the you're whole stupid. premise is 
this guy, Sylvester Stallone, who's 60 and can barely talk, is like, and he. That's he looks, why he's the perfect mark. And they wouldn't like, expect him. And he looks like he weighs 300 pounds, is the escape expert that can get out of any prison anywhere. Come well, on. What do, you, what do you want? Like a flying Walenda in there? Yeah, like, you probably need go someone, through who's the duck a, work? someone who's flexible, who can crawl through like tiny. I'm, I'm quite just like, hey, yo, I just looked at the door and then it opened. Oh, well, you know, he fixed the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that guy is not the one breaking out of prisons. It's usually like the scrawny dude that no one would suspect is the one who could sneak through the little airways. So you don't like out. my whole thing is that if you escape, you should just be allowed to go. No, that was essentially the premise in this movie was that they, that was why no, they used No, that's not him. the premise for the movie. He was used, so, well, yeah, it is to make prisons tougher. Yes, to make prison. This guy got out and they made the prisons tougher. But then tougher, it was a big conspiracy. And, and then they put him in a prison where he couldn't get out. Bad of. things happened there. And he and uh, Arnold worked together. Spoiler alert. Yeah. For a movie that's three years old. Hey, man, I thought it was a decent movie. And you know I hate everything. How is it possible that I like something and you don't like it? I don't know. It was, if you had younger, different actors that were more believable in those roles, maybe I could have taken it. But seeing What are we talking about here? Believable in yeah. those roles? It's a stupid action movie. You go in turning your brain off. That's like people who listen to the show saying, well, you know, if Common Man and T-Bone spoke with British accents and had Harvard degrees, I'd take what they had to say seriously. We're stupid. You know this going in. That's fine. You can watch mindless entertainment if you want to when you go to the movies. I like to see something with some substance. Oh, get out of here. At the theater. Get, at the get theater. And as I say that, I go to see The Force Awakens for the seventh time. Hello, and welcome to the Great Sports Debate. I am your moderator, Mindy Dreyer. Tonight we will tackle some of the biggest topics in sports debated by some of the most interesting people in the world. We start off the evening with a topic from the world of college athletics. Should schools serve alcohol at college football games? To answer the question, we have Food Network host and bleach blonde bimbo, Guy Fieri. All right. I like football and I like beer. Put them together and it's bound to be bananas. I can't wait for schools in the Big Ten and the Pac-12 to allow me the privilege of paying $27 for two watered-down lukewarm beers. Thank you, Guy. Your head looks like a graffitied pumpkin. Next, we turn to former Buckeye Evan Turner to answer the following question. Is it okay for teams in the NBA to tank? And a follow-up question, how do you feel about Mark Titus? Thank you, Mindy. I do feel the NBA needs to look into ways to combat the apathetic attitude towards competition that develops in underperforming franchises at the end of the season that did not live up to high expectations. And as for your second question, you, Mark Titus, I hate that son of a bitch. Thank you, and I yield the rest of my time to Guy Fieri. <laughs> well, all right. I guess you could say like a piece of sushi, I am underprepared. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. And Guy, please shut your yam hole. Well, now I'm aroused. Okay, moving on. Ticket prices continue to rise in sports. Here to discuss that topic is former wrestler and current dead guy, Dusty Rhodes. That's right, Daddy. You go to a stadium today, and most likely you're going to pay $12 for a burger, $15 for a basket of chicken fingers, and if you ask them for an ice-cold glass of lemonade instead, they're going to give you a shasta and a punch in the sack. Now, that ain't right. And there is no accountability for these stadiums, Daddy. That's why when you go to a ball game, just like everywhere else, it is hard times for the common man. 
Thank you, Dusty. I love your polka dot spandex. It matches my kitchen. One of the major issues affecting the sport of baseball is the use of smokeless tobacco. To comment on whether Major League Baseball players are role models, here is noted role model for young children, Lindsay Lohan. Thank you, Mandy. <laughs> I think using tobacco without smoke is absolutely pointless. I mean, you look so gross with a big wad of chew sitting in your <laughs> cheek. If you're going to use tobacco, go all the way and get unfiltered cigarettes. I smoke three packs a day and I look fat. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please don't touch me. I don't want to catch whatever letter of hepatitis you have. Along those same lines, we asked the question, should PED users be eligible for the Hall of Fame? Here to answer that question is Master Splinter, sensei to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I know that some people think using a chemical to enhance your performance is unethical. But if society gives you the key to become more than a common sewer rat or even a turtle, why would you turn down the power to do so much good and to help those who cannot help themselves? Thank you, Puppet Rat. I have no idea what you're talking about. Finally, as Ronda Rousey continues her dominance, the question remains, will the UFC ever hold a bout between a man and a woman? To answer that, we have former star college soccer player and current radio station host, Laurie Schmidt. Woo! Thank you, Mindy, and I'm so glad to see you wore your Buckeye face paint to this debate. I think anyone who doubts that a woman could defeat a man deserves a swift kick at the sack. Anything you can do, I can do better, except driving. I'm terrible at that. Thanks, Laurie. And that concludes our debate. Now for reaction, here's Greta Van Susteren and Britt Hume. All right, Mandy, well, I tell you what, I think I thought uh, we were going to hear a little bit more about politics. I thought we were going to hear a little bit more about the politics, talking politics, a little bit less about sports. Britt, what did you think? Well, I got I to gotta tell you, I don't know who any of these people are, but I do know that I've got marbles in my mouth, and I think Donald Trump lost a lot of support tonight. That's the one thing we take away. Thank you to all of our panelists and analysts. From the wobbly end of my kitchen table, thank you all for watching, and good night. Okay, Sparky, let's go get some kibble. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.